Welcome back to Balancing Chaos with Kelly and Gretchen. And this week, we're talking about happy stuff because this has just been too much negative everything in the world. So we're going to talk yes. about happy stuff. So we're going to talk about vacations. Yes. And we're going to talk about traveling and vacationing with our children. How does that sound, Kelly? It sounds great, except you know in five weeks, I think, I'm going on my first vacation without my children. Yeah? To Jamaica with James for nine days. Nine days? Yes. Oh my. Uh, so where are your kids going to be? Should I go over and feed them twice a day? You and- might want to think about that. <laughs> There's going to be a little schedule. It's going to be a lot of teamwork. I'm, I've been told that uh, people will not live up to my lunch packing expectations. I'll have to let that go. You got to let it go. Yes. Um, probably hot lunch that week. Hey. Except Maxwell doesn't have hot lunch at his school, so I'll have to figure that out. Whenever other people watch my kids, you always I've always said you just have to let it go. Yeah. Like return oh, them. Totally. As long as they have not been seriously injured or abused, which is not a concern, and they come back like I don't care if you fed them waffles for seven days straight at every meal yes. with Nutella and syrup, whatever. You suffer the they the whoever's dealing with them suffers the consequence of that. Oh my gosh. Can I just tell you I'm doing this um 10 day sugar detox oh that explains a lot right and you just (laughs) (laughs) talked about the waffles with the nutella and the syrup and i just thought wow that sounds so good i'm only on this is only day two well there you go it explains a lot i need an ice cream no you don't you need it in 10 days Mm -hmm. that's good that you're doing a sugar detox your kids are going to have the opposite of that if they're being shuffled around and they but i'm like taking a mcdonald's you want to take a mcdonald's and it's all on you just bring them back to me and whatever happens at you know my my parents take them off and whatever happens there that's it's out of my hands you are doing me a huge favor by taking them so i can't dictate every little move here you go well, you know, I have known some people, though, who send their kids with like coolers and prepackaged meals to try to keep them on. And that's just a stress I don't need in my life. I'm not going to do that. But you know how I went to D.C. a couple was it wasn't last weekend. Well, I guess it depends on how you yeah. determine it. OK, so I missed my Sunday prep. Yes. Well, let me tell you, that was a crazy week we had to the point where I th- think we ate out at least five times. And one day, we had no food for lunch, so I was packing Cameron with really scant lunches, and he's a big eater. So one day, I packed him these meatballs, and he doesn't like them, and I didn't know. (laughs) And so he didn't eat any of the lunch, and so when we picked him up, he was just a mess. So I took him to Wendy's. Because I still felt like I couldn't put the list together. Because then once we were midweek, I just gave up. Well, then it throws off the rhythm. Right? Everything's gone. I was just yes. like, you know what? And plus, I was still living on a high. So it was... Right. I was like, yeah, let's do everything naughty. So anyway, <laughs> we go to Wendy's. He's decided he likes Wendy's now. Maybe better than McDonald's. Because he's obsessed with cheeseburgers. And I think the Wendy's food has a, is a little bit better quality. What do you think? Well, okay. So you've... Found Twitter. You need to follow Wendy's on Twitter because they're hysterical. Oh, and really? We, when if we're doing fast food, Wendy's is our preferred because it is like the like if you eat meat, the burgers just seem a little bit less hockey puck and more yeah. hamburger. It looked it looked more it looked more like something I would cook at my house. Yep, <clears throat> that's that's our preferred fast food, which we don't do very often. We actually went to McDonald's over the weekend because we were on the road and driving, and it was McDonald's or Burger King were the choices, and we did McDonald's. So. What'd you do for your Weight Watchers for McDonald's? Um, I got a hamburger and I counted it. But I because of their whole like new point system thing, I had eaten pretty much zero points all through the day. And that's how I handled the holidays and stuff. Because if you can, if I just eat eggs and fruit and vegetables all day long, then dinner is like today. That's what I've had today. I've had like two points all day because my uh, we got a rotisserie chicken last night. As long as you don't eat the skin, it's zero points. So I didn't eat the skin and we had leftover rotisserie chicken in our salads. Um, so tonight I have a meeting that I, I order the food for it and I always get a big salad for the group and different pizzas and stuff. So I'll probably have pizza, but then I'll eat more vegetables than pizza and just count. Like, and that's the thing with Weight Watchers. You can eat whatever you want. You could eat a two pound chocolate Easter bunny as long as you write down, <laughs> I ate a two pound chocolate Easter bunny and it was 7,000 points, but you just have to keep track of it. So did you that's do all. that? 
What? This two pound Easter bunny? No, but I have had Easter bunny. My mom got me an Easter bunny. <laughs> so oh, that I've, was sweet of her. I had some ear. Oh, nice. Yes. I was looking at my kids have two Easter bunny ears. Uh, Easter bunny <laughs> full yeah. chocolates. And I was looking at them today thinking how I'd love to eat them. Because you're on a sugar detox. Yes. Of course you'd love to eat them. Yep. Um, so anyway, so you are going to be traveling without your kids. Yep. Uh, Dave and I have done that. We did that really only once. And it was for, actually it was for our 10 year anniversary too. And we went for one night, like it was super, it was super simple, but we went for one night to Boston and we saw the Red Sox play at Fenway and I had uh, gotten us, gotten him for his birthday, really good box seats at Fenway. And it turns out it was the game after they won the pennant right before they won the World Series. And we still talk about it. It was like the most perfect 24 hours because we, my parents took the kids and we drove down and went to the game and we got a taxi back. So it was easy to get to and from, you know, we didn't have to drive. So we had, they had like the fall seasonal beers on tap at Fenway and we had these great seats and then they ended up winning the World Series and it was the most perfect, crisp September fall night like you can picture it because you lived in Boston and it was like you could not have a better and it was the first time Dave had ever been to Fenway I'd been when I was a kid several times but it was the first time I'd been as an adult and it was the first time that he had ever been and it's just Fenway Park is I don't even really neither Dave and I are not huge baseball fans by any means but it's such a an experience and such a place and you can appreciate the history of it and all of that so yeah it's a positive energy in there Oh, it's so great. So that was the one time. And then after, then the next day we got up and we went to Ikea and I bought the couch that we were sitting in and oh. it fit in my van. I love this couch. Yeah. It was, it was not that expensive for a couch and it fit in the minivan for a sectional and it fits in my house, which most furniture doesn't fit in my house because I have a small house. How long have you and Dave been married? It will be 15 years this year. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a long time. Like, that is. That's like our like our marriage could get its driver's permit (laughs) that's so weird actually yeah that's that's for 15 years in october so So. are you enjoying weight watchers yeah so far so good it's just you know more of it's just really being mindful about what you're putting into your pie hole Mm -hmm. and making sure it's more groceries and not as much pie Mm. so it's going fine so you are going on a kid-free vacation. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about that? Mostly excited, but a little nervous about the kids. Mm-hmm. Just a, that's a lot of coordination for the kids. But we're going to Jamaica. We're going to get the... What's the thing you told us to get? Oh, the the Club Mobe? Yes. So we're going to get the Club Mobe, which apparently gets you to the front of the customs line. Yes. And then you go into a private room that's all open bar and open food yes until your bus comes yeah to bring you to your resort and that, and it's the same thing so basically one of my friends who has been to jamaica several times recommended it to me because we're going on thanksgiving and it allows you to cut the line at customs and cut the line when you come back so you're you like if you had <clears throat> even if you had tsa pre-check it wouldn't work in jamaica because it's not the u.s but this so she said it's kind of a scam in that it's a scam that you can pay someone to cut you to the front of the line. Not that it's a scam that it doesn't work. It's just sort of feels like a little bit dirty, I think, using it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, I just paid money. I gave this person 20 bucks so that I can be ahead of you. Um, Gretchen, I don't know why you think that's so dirty. That's just the whole way the whole world operates right now. <laughs> We're doing happy stuff, Kelly. <laughs> just saying. Happy. I'm, just happy. Say, I'm just saying I'm going to pay my 60 bucks to get what I want. Yes, exactly. So, well, that's exciting. So will it be, will you feel any anxiety being away from your kids like being a country away probably <clears throat> i'm a i'm a little nervous about that and i also don't like flying and this will be a lot longer of a flight than the flight i just took um but mm, other are you than flying that, out of here yes oh good yeah it's there we have one layover somewhere yeah. it's getting over there is actually not that bad coming back there's a long layover in LaGuardia, I think, for mm-hmm. four hours. We're not getting back until midnight the night we come back. So I... You're going to be so relaxed, you won't care. No, because well, the funny thing is that, okay, James's dad was, he was a real, he was a hilarious guy. He was so funny. Oh my gosh, the two of you would have been a riot together because he was a Republican <laughs> diehard, but he also was 
had a wicked sense of humor like you. So it would have been funny to see the two of you go at it. But anyway, he um, never wanted to spend money. Super frugal to the point that if you went to his house, you would have thought that he was on the verge of homelessness. It was so disgusting. He just didn't spend money. So when he got remarried to his third wife, (laughs) she really wanted to take him, uh, wanted to go on vacation. And they were going to go to Jamaica. I think they actually got married over there. Yeah, they did. So anyway, it was this big ordeal that he was going to go to Jamaica. He didn't want to go. He put up a fit about it every day, blah, blah, blah. So we were supposed to pick them up at the airport the night they got back. And the plane was delayed. And I think they were... 12 hours behind schedule something like that so we james and i were so stressed we were like oh my gosh he's gonna be so angry da, da, da. well it was quite the opposite he walked he strolled off the plane he's six six so he's a real tall guy he was so tan he looked mexican or you know he looked not white at all and he was so happy he just had this big grin on his face like he just did some serious drugs he's like <laughs> hey guys how are you doing <laughs> So I'm kind of hoping for that for me, too, when I come yes. back. All Just right. like a full on uh, what's ecstasy. Yes. Total yeah. relaxation. Yeah. Well, my my dream. This So here's the one political thing that I keep telling people. So that, <laughs> then we'll stop politics. <laughs> but we're going for Thanksgiving. So I have this vision of the midterms happening and things going well and me being able to go to Jamaica without its total sense of existential dread hanging over me at all times. Mm. That's the idea. And I, like I get a cocktail and sit on the beach and be like, all right, things are going to be okay. That's my dream. Yeah. You know, I used to make fun of you for feeling that way. But I, I know you it. did. I get it. <laughs> I get it. So have you ever traveled with your kids? Okay. So we don't take them very far because... I guess I would say James and I are not relaxed people. (laughs) (laughs) Would you agree? Yes. (laughs) So we used to try to be heroes and do things that other parents do because we thought we should, but it was just too stressful. So we don't really travel with them much. We might do day trips here and there. Well, and your kids are are. Four and six. Yeah. So you've had them half the time I've had mine. Right. So we did take them. So we've taken them twice now to Great Wolf Lodge. And that is the kind of vacation I can handle, which is probably similar to the reason that we're going to Jamaica to an inclusive resort. I don't want to have to plan out every day (laughs) (laughs) where I'm going to eat, what I'm going to do each day, have to, you know, think that much when I'm on vacation. I want it to just be here we are. Let's do what we're feeling like in the moment. So Great Wolf Lodge, have you been there? No. Oh, I love it. It's seriously, it's awesome for kids. It's really clean and set up. It has really cool um, water slides. And we brought Max when he was, I think, a year, a little over a year. And it was perfect for him. So there's areas that were perfect for him and Cameron. It's very safe. The lifeguards are yeah, on control and they sell food and you can eat and drink right in the water park but everyone's safe and the rooms are so adorable they're um cub dens yeah and so they're like little bear caves and they give you these little wolf pack ears and i don't know it's it's like a very uh small version of disney world i'd say like a corner of Disney World. Yeah, it kind of reminds like the hotel at Disney World. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> like the hotel. Like it reminds me of a similar experience. Like everything from the minute you walk in is welcome, Strout family. And have have you guys ever done? You haven't done Storyland. Oh, actually, I lie. We did. It was horrible torture. Really? Yep. Uh, I think Cameron was three and Max was one. Maybe, maybe it was that same year we went to Great Wolf Lodge and. Cameron hated all the rides. Max cried on all the rides. And you know what we ended up doing 90% of the time? Watching Cameron run through the ground sprinkler. <laughs> what is that thing that the geyser, you, yeah. you know? And so we thought, what was the point of this? Because we could have done this in Bangor or Portland, wherever we lived at the time. Well, we so we've done Storyland a couple times. And the first time we went, it was, Willow was like six months old and Ingrid was four. And Ingrid, and Ingrid, we didn't watch a lot of Disney stuff, so Disney stuff was sort of lost on her, but she was in love with nursery rhymes and Mother Goose. Mm. So it was like 
the Disney World of Mother Goose because all the Storyland is a is a little little local theme park in New Hampshire and all the rides are around Mother Goose. So it's Humpty Dumpty. You, you see Humpty Dumpty, you go into the uh, old woman who lived in a shoe. You go through her shoe. So she loved it. Then we went again when... I'm trying to think of how old Willow was the second time we went. And we would go down and just spend like a night or two and then come back. And it, and it was super fun. Willow was a little older. And the second time we went, I was like, okay, another year we're going to be ready for Disney World. So then we, and I, so it's a great, I would never, if I lived in this region, I would never go to Disney World without doing a test run at Storyland, even for a day, just to see how your family's going to handle it. Because until they can handle Storyland, they can't handle Disney World. Maybe I should take them there this year. You uh, this year would be per- I think it'd be perfect ages this year. I bet they'd love it. So and then we went la- uh, the year before last. It actually was the same year we did go to Disney World at, in the fall. One morning we just got up. I had bought passes like at Black Friday the year before or something. So I just kind of was hang on to them. And we got up one morning and just put the girls in the car and said, "Okay, we got to go." And we drove down for the day. We drove down when when they realized they didn't even know where we were when they realized where we were they got all excited we spent the whole day then we got in the car and drove home and it was like a long day but they could they could they could hang they could deal with it right so so i've traveled a lot more with my kids than you have and i'm and i love to fly i would be a i would like i envy frequent flyers i know that grass is always greener but i always see business travelers and i'm like i could do that i could you know travel three times a week that'd be so much fun because i love i love flying i think it's great it's my favorite so the part i hate the most about it is when you get on the plane and everyone you know the bags are all tucked in and the flight attendant has gone and checked everything and they've done their seatbelt announcement and then you're just sitting in an idle and sometimes that can go on for so you don't like to sit idle true (laughs) good analogy but it, I start getting claustrophobic and freaked out. Like we're not moving. I can't get off. Yeah. Here we are. Oh, I don't. I don't have claustrophobia, and, I, and oh. so I, that's when I like flip open my Kindle and I'm like, let's go. I'm gonna read, and then I'm gonna fall asleep. And I'm gonna read some more. It's gonna be great. I love it. And it doesn't Love do flying. something weird to your ears. No. One time it did. One time I took the girls to Texas, and it was just me taking them. This was last in 2016, and. uh I got a cold when I was down there and on the way back my ears hurt so bad I couldn't even hear them and I was like and they were big enough that I was like you got to look at me when you talk I can't hear you (laughs) and I couldn't hear like my ears hurt for probably three weeks after that trip because the pressure plus the head congestion just messed me up that was the one time that my ears hurt and then I was like is this how people who say their ears hurt on planes always feel because it was miserable it was awful. Well, okay, so I'm interested in hearing about your trip to Boston because I was telling James we were going to talk about this today, and he started laughing. He goes, what are you going to contribute to this conversation? You lived there. (laughs) No, no, because we just don't travel with the kids, but this is really funny. So last summer, we were going to do exactly what you're planning to do on April Mm -hmm. vacation. So we drove down to New Hampshire, and we stayed in a hotel the first night. And then we were trying to figure out where we were going to stay when we were in New Hampshire um, to do the aquarium and everything. And it got so overwhelming for me. I said, forget it. Let's just go to Great Wolf Lodge. And we (laughs) completely (laughs) bagged the whole trip. And we drove to Fitchburg because I couldn't handle the, the whole, the coordination of all of it. This is, and this is like where I See, now what I'm going to do is I'm going to do what you... I'm going to do what our other friend did. You've got it all planned. So maybe this yes. year I'll just do what you did. Which is what I did with with Disney World. Because so <laughs> so my kids have been, we've like 90% of our travel has been to family stuff, to um, my sister's wedding, to my cousin's wedding, to I the first time Ingrid flew, she was a year old. I took her to a work conference because she was still nursing and my I flew my sister to St. Louis and she and then Ingrid and I flew to St. Louis and my sister watched her during the day and then we'd hang out all together at night it was pretty cool um so my kids are pretty confident and comfortable flyers they've each gone with me on a work trip in addition to that one they were baby when Ingrid was sick she came with me to a conference in Denver and did the same thing stayed with my sister during the sessions and then we would hang out at night and we tacked on a few days to explore Denver and then last year I took Willa on her conference trip with me we went to it was again in a conference in Colorado my sister was there and so it worked out really well and then we've gone to 
Texas three or four times. When I took the girls by myself, it was over a Columbus Day weekend and we had some frequent flyer miles and we had some points and I knew that it would pretty much be the last time I would see my grandmother. So we decided to, all of us went down. So all of her grandkids and great grandchildren were all together with her in the same, you know, we spent the weekend together in Texas. My sister and um, and her family flew down. I flew down with the girls and we all got to spend time together. And that was in October. And then she she had, a, she had a fall in like January and then she died in August. Like it was once that happens, it happens pretty quickly. So mm-hmm. I kind of knew when I went in October that it was likely to be the last time I'd see her. So I'm so glad we did that. But it was so great to travel with big kids. And I was like, this is so easy. Mm-hmm. And because they've flown enough, they sort of know what to expect. They don't panic. They don't get upset. They they love flying. They think it's great. They can't wait to fly again. So it So it works out pretty well. But some of it too is just um one of my stories when we went to Texas one time it was for my cousin's wedding and Willa was eight months old and she did she was a trooper she did great except for the last flight on the return trip so and so it ended up being like five or six different flights altogether. so like the very final leg was when she lost it and she was tired and cranky and teething and miserable and cried and cried and cried. And there was this guy who was sitting next to us who was this single guy traveling alone mm-hmm. and he pulled out his keys. There were two single guys. One pulled out his keys and it had a flashlight and he was playing peekaboo and dangling his keys and just trying to entertain and be nice. And then there was another guy who was just sitting there super quietly glowering at us like... Argh. You know, I'm like, whatever, dude. You know, like there's there's nothing I can do. I mean, I open the window and throw her out like that's not going to happen. <laughs> so anyway, this other guy was so nice. So we get off the plane and super cool guy. There's this family there with two little kids. And they're like, Uncle Jimmy. Yeah. And like he runs over and they give him hugs and they're so excited to see him. And the other guy is being picked up by his mom. who's like a college student. And she's like, how was your flight? And he goes, roo, 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 and like looks over at us and glares at us roo, roo, and glares at us. And she's like, Ugh. and I'm like, you know what? You know what's going to happen? Uncle Jimmy is going to have kids and they're going to be the most chill kids on every <laughs> flight he ever takes. And college student, you just curse yourself to a lifetime of colicky, yep. miserable children mm-hmm. on planes. It happened to me. You just have to be chill. Oh, I was the worst. I'd always say, oh, my kids, they'll never do this. They'll never do that. Oh, my... My baby will sleep through the night. And let me tell you what, Cameron. He People was, used to always to ask me like, oh, do your kids sleep through the night? And I'm like, no, but you know, Dave doesn't sleep through the night yet either. So I'm just waiting for him to be first <laughs> and then we'll see what happens with the girls. And he still doesn't sleep through the night. So it's like, no, it's not a measure of my success. Well, I actually was thinking about it on this last flight I took because there was a baby on the la- the flight home and she cried the whole time. But I was working on a paper. I It didn't bother me at all because I have the gift of tuning it out now. Right. But I could see probably back in the day when I traveled pre-kids, I would have been, I, that's all I would have been able to hear. That's why you get headphones. And a lot of times the white noise of the plane drowns it out anyway. Mm-hmm. And I see these people who post like, and they'll like, they've you've see, probably seen these viral posts or like, oh, it's Susie's first time flying. So here's some earplugs and candy and please don't kill us because she might cry. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that is not your responsibility. It's the social contract. We're all getting on a plane. There might be a baby. The baby might cry. <laughs> might be an old person. They might poop. I don't know. <laughs> we're just going to get on. We're going to deal with it. And sometimes you have the crying baby. Sometimes someone else has the crying baby. Maybe one time you were the crying baby. Right. You don't need to, you know, preemptively apologize to 200 people on a plane for having a child. It's bullshit. Oh no. my gosh, my friend went off, my friend said the same thing about it one time. Who, Leah? No. <laughs> Actually, not someone who is like you at all. Oh. But she, I said something about flying with a baby and feeling bad about it. She's like, no, they are humans. That is part of their development. You will yeah. not feel bad about it. It's a couple hours. <laughs> and if it sucks, it sucks. And it sucks more for the parent if you're glaring at them. So don't be a jerk. When we, And then like, if, it's like a baby can't help it. A person who's getting loaded on mini bar bottles can, and they can be just as disruptive. Well, when we flew to Australia, there was a family from Australia who had visited the States who was flying with, they had six children with them. How did they afford that? That's exactly what we said the whole time, because <laughs> tickets to Australia are a fortune. Like, yeah, like 2000 yeah, bucks each. 
Yeah, they had six of them. One was an infant, and they had this crazy, horrible oh, crib contraption. Yeah. And yeah, and I think the oldest maybe was eight. Oh my god! Yeah, it was wild. That's crazy. So, so yeah, so we're gonna go to Boston over April vacation, and part of it every year. Every year I go to Ikea with my friend and every year I say, my God, Boston is so close. Why don't we ever come down here? And then I say, let's go to Boston. And then we try to find a time. But the only time that really works is April vacation. And everyone says, oh, but it's really busy over April vacation. You should go a different time. So I say, oh, OK, I'll go a different time. And then I never go. Right. So this year I said, you know what? We did Disney World over April vacation, which is like a thousand times busier and crazier. We can handle Boston. They're, we're not pushing a stroller. They're independent. They can walk. They're capable. They have good stamina for something like this. We'll be fine. So I'll be. I'll report back after we go. So where are you guys staying? We're staying in a like quality inn outside of the city on the Blue Line because okay. because we're gonna drive. So what we're gonna do is, and we're staying for two nights. We're doing super, trying to do it super cheap. But we're gonna drive down. We're going to drive to the T station, take the T in for the rest of that day, take the T back out, drive to our hotel, spend the night, has breakfast. Next morning we'll take the tea in again and spend the whole day drive back out and then the third day we'll drive in and, and we'll drive to the tea station go in spend however long we want and then go back out and then drive home so and it's four i mean it's four hours from here and the blue line is on our side of the of the map or whatever so what, one of the things that we've done is that <clears throat> we got um these uh go city cards have you seen them i saw them on groupon because I was sending you coupons, right. and that they had a Groupon, a five percent off Go City cards. Yeah. Well, I found one for fifteen percent off. Well, nice. So what? It, so tell me more about it. So basically, there's different levels that you can do. So for Boston, and and there's and it's for cities all over. Like I'm psyched because I've told the girls when they turn each when they turn thirteen, I want to take each of them independently to New York City, and they actually have them for New York City. So I'll be looking at mm. that in a year, in a year because I'll have a thirteen year old. But anyway, they have um. It's a so it's a different thing. So one is that you can say I want to save twenty percent. I know I'm gonna. I only want to buy for these things. So you can say like the aquarium, the science museum, the children's museum, and do that and buy your admission in advance. And then you get to skip the lines and walk in and do all that kind of stuff. Um, they have some, then they have some that are prepackaged combinations that people really like. And then they have the all inclusive, which is what we did. So the all inclusive gets you into I want to say like forty eight or like unbelievable amount of attractions and we did a three-day pass we'll never see we won't have time to see every attraction listed but it includes all the ones we know we want to go to and then anything else we decide to go to is on top of that and it includes a duck tour which i've never done the duck tour those look fun so and so i found a 15 percent off coupon and it worked out to be um for three days a hundred dollars for adults and 65 dollars for kids which would be what we would pay just to get into the three things we knew we wanted to do. Yeah, because the aquarium is actually quite expensive. Yeah. That's why we ended up dodging the idea of Boston and going to Great Wolf Lodge because it was just one, it was probably similar in cost, but just one payment and everything was taken care of. So, and they have these for, so like New York City, San Francisco, um, Oahu, I saw, like they're all over the country. They have these these and it's the company's called smart destination and in boston they had other like they had a thing called city pass and i looked at that and it's a little cheaper but it was only for the for like three museums and it was i was like well we might want to do other stuff so there's a bunch of stuff that i've never that i've never done that we might try to do like the um uh the observatory and the prudential center yeah i've done that i've never done that yeah and so and this is included and we get to skip the line if we want to do that and just walk in and go see it and there's no and it, it's good for the other thing too is that it is it activates when you first go to your first attraction so it doesn't expire and if after a year you never use it your money is refunded wow yeah oh, like it seemed really cool and so it's an app and and it's going to be and so that is what and so that is also um my kids that's what my parents got each of the girls for their birthdays because they're right around now they're each getting they, they paid for their go pass because then it's an experience and it's something that I don't have to store and they're kind of outgrowing toys and stuff and mm-hmm. they really it's easy and they're old enough too that I can be like you really want that or do you want to go to Boston mm-hmm. and they're just like oh yeah I'd rather go to Boston so yeah we're starting to even get in with that with our kids for Christmas uh, my in-laws got the mostly experiences mm-hmm. they took them to the dinosaur show that was just on cross center and they took them to um, Beauty and the Beast at the 
theater. It stinks oh, yeah. when they open it because it's just a piece of paper, but it's awesome in the long run. And mine, mine kind of get it. You know, they're old enough that they get it. Yeah, at eight and twelve, basically. Yeah, I'd like to abolish toys right now. <laughs> um. So why would you? Did you look into Airbnb at all? I did look into Airbnb. Um, I don't know the neighborhoods. It is vacation week, and vacation week in Boston is also the marathon week, so I think oh, that right. stuff fills up, too. Oh, are you going to be down there for that day? No. It's so it's fun the, to watch. Yeah. I, 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 I've I been there before a marathon day when I was when I was a kid. We used to go that week. Um, and then in hotels inside the city were more expensive. Like, this one is, a total is going to be $250 for two nights. It includes mm-hmm. breakfast and free parking and every place else was going to cost for parking or going to, mm-hmm. and this was really like a budget. Let's just go do it. Kind of like that trip to story lane where we just got up and went, mm-hmm. we're going to do the same thing. We're going to go, we're going to do it. We're going to have all the fun we can in three days and then we're going to come back. Mm-hmm. And you know, then I will have said we went when, when I was pregnant, last time we took the kids, I was pregnant with Willa she wasn't even a kid. She was a fetus. And like, not even a fetus, like an embryo. And then we took uh, Ingrid and she was, so she was three and she loved it. And we walked, we took the train down for that one. And we just did, went to the, we went for a day, went to the aquarium and we went into the Museum of Science because we had a reciprocal membership. So we could just kind of wander around there because to take some time. And then we got on the train and went home and it was great. So this is going to be more like the Disney World version of Boston in that there's more of a plan and more of a structure and more of that you would you can't go to Disney World if you don't know how to if you don't like planning oh because I know you can't I went when when I was 25 my in-laws took us and my mother-in-law had the whole thing planned out she bought the book there's a book that's oh there's more than a book oh my gosh it was I I was stressed by the plan because we'd have to wake up at certain times we'd have to be at certain gates at 6 a.m oh yeah and then oh now we have to go here 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 we have to be here 30 minutes early so we could avoid the line and i never felt like you could relax at all so i just felt like it's not a vacation that you relax at. yeah i felt i was more i'm more on the lines of if i'm going to take a vacation i want it to be calm no pressure no expectations no timeline Oh, that's no. how my normal life is. Why would I want to go do that on a? <laughs> because it's fun. Yeah. Well, see, the thing I is, is that I did all like, and I did all the planning and made everyone else go. But we all, but they all, my my parents came with us too, and I think that they would all say to my face anyway that it was worth all the planning because there's so much. It's so much more complicated than even it was when you were 25. Because there's like oh. fast passes and like there's but like strategic plans. Oh no, you got. I had to six months in advance. You have to be up at six a.m. to make your reservations for six months from then. So you have to know six months before you go what date, what parks you're going to be in, where you want to eat, what you want to do, and then because we stayed off site, we had thirty days in advance to plan what rides we were going to do and in what order. And I had to be up at six a.m. every. Actually, there was back then. It was midnight, so I was I stayed up till midnight to plan out our trip six months in advance. But I then, know my mother in law did um, reserve the restaurants in advance. I don't know how many yeah. months in advance. I know it was in advance, right? But I was not involved in this. Yeah. So then, but then what happens is that you go. So like I, I had my plan. I literally had. A, I have a twelve, like a nineteen page Google Doc that I wrote up about it. I should share it with you. It's ridiculous. No, but I wrote it up, and it was like. And it was like, okay, you have to go in. You have to hit this ride first because everybody goes left. You're going you're gonna to go. And it's not even as simple as left and right. So you, we would walk onto a ride and then walk onto another ride and walk out and there'd be a line a mile long. And my mom was like, how did you do that? And I'm like, I planned it. <laughs> I studied it. I researched it. I wrote it down. I have a printout and I have it on my phone. If the printout gets lost, I know exactly where we're going to be at any moment. And okay. we're going to get every, it was super expensive. So I was like, we're going to get every penny out of this trip. And we did. (laughs) Well, James really wants to take the kids to the new Harry Potter exhibit. Oh, that's Universal. So we didn't. We didn't go to Universal when we went either. So we. um, So he was trying to. Our friend gave us. Well, she let us borrow the Harry Potter book. I don't know. Probably last year, and he couldn't get them interested in it. Poor James. And he's just so excited. They need to be older, really, to get it. Well, so now they suddenly took interest in it. So now they're loving, they're loving it. And I think they're about halfway through the book. And then they, Cameron asked to watch the movie on Sunday. 
So they stayed up late and they all were watching that. So I think James has got them hooked now. And then Cameron was trying to write a V on his forehead yesterday. (laughs) So we'll see. I mean, I'm not, I definitely want to take the kids there at some point because I think it'd be magical for kids. But for me personally, that is not a vacation. Yeah. And well, that's why like the the Jamaica trip is going to be literally the exact opposite because we have no plans except for like show up on this day leave on this day exactly same here and then it's gonna be like if you want to go to the water park you can if you want to float in the ocean you can if you want to have another cocktail in the lazy river go for it doesn't matter we're all together we're all chilling out it's gonna be we're not cooking we're not cleaning it's just gonna be hanging out so it'll be good Mm -hmm. but but disney world was fun i'd love to go when they're older and do some of the older kid stuff too because how much is disney world it's a lot it's expensive and it's expensive because if you it's it's not just the tickets and like and I found deals everywhere but it was still expensive so we stayed off site which saves money because we did breakfast in our condo and, it, and our condo alone was we had a townhouse with a pool and three bedrooms and three bathrooms where everyone had their own space and it was like 140 at night which wow. so and it was right next to the parks so it was Windsor Hills if you're looking it was wonderful and you did you rent a car and we rented a car um, my parents met us there. They had a, they actually had their truck, which holds six. So we would take the truck into the parks. So you have to pay for parking. But then you had to get tickets. And then there's like ways to save on tickets. And then but then all the experiences. So like Willa did the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique where you get a princess makeover in Cinderella's castle. And Ingrid did the pirate makeover as a surprise. And she did that. We split up for that. And then we did dining, different dining options and princess breakfast and all that and it was <laughs> did you do the medieval times no we did that that was actually interesting <laughs> if i want to eat with a horse i'll just go up the road here it was funny <laughs> so no we didn't we didn't do we really didn't do anything outside of disney world because the whole focus was this was disney world and then at the end we drove over to um saint pete where my friend lives and we hung out there and hung on the beach for a day and then we came home it was good it was a good way to wrap up the wrap up the trip so it was super fun but it was super like it I can I can without a doubt without a there is not one part of me that doubts that this is true I put more thought into that trip than our current president put into being a president there is not <laughs> a you are single supposed to talk about politics I'm sorry <laughs> but seriously I, I know I like I don't even know if like I think that there are certain wars that have happened and completed over a span of years that had less amount of thought put into them. <laughs> it was crazy. How many steps do you think you took per day? Oh, I had it and it was something like 50,000. Like it was crazy. Oh I had, my gosh. Because I had, um, I didn't have my Apple watch, but I had something and it was like a tracker or something. Maybe. What did I have? I Oh, it was, yeah, I had a Garmin and I, I have to look back, but it was like an insane amount. And I was doing a challenge at work. So everyone loved me because I would be putting in some serious steps every day. Well, when we were in D.C., OK, we didn't even get there until 2 p.m. Our plane landed. So we didn't get into a walking state probably until 4. And we still put on. I sent it to you. It was almost 20,000. Oh, yeah. Or maybe it was 22,000 just that day. Yeah. And then the next day wasn't as much because we had a lot of standing, but it's, it was over 15. Oh, yeah. And that's just city living. But you have to, like, carry blister band-aids. You have to plan yeah. your shoes. You have to. It is. And I and and then I see people. So then I see people like, we're going to Disney World tomorrow. Has that ever been? What's good to see? And I'm like, <gasps> you don't know. You're going to be in a line. You're going to die in a line. And that's what's going to happen. You're going to walk in and you're going to get in one line and you're going to die there because you'll never get out of it because you had no idea yeah. how to plan. And there's a million resources for planning your Disney trip. Um, and if you want to maximize your money, you should plan it. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was definitely. And I'm not like a Disney file freak. Like it was just sort of like I definitely want to do it and I'm glad we did it. It was super fun, but I'll be looking forward to a relaxing vacation. And I'm looking and it also and it sort of like scaffolds up. So I once we did Storyland and I could see that they were into it and they liked it. It's great. We haven't done Great Wolf Lodge because they don't really care about water slides. I'm like, I'm not going to spend money on water slides until you actually go down one Mm -hmm. that isn't the one at the city pool. Right. Um, So that's why I haven't been too hasty to, to go there. Our kids probably ask to go back at least weekly. 
Yeah, I've heard great things. Yeah, they love. But it. I just have this. I have this nagging fear that I would get there and book it, and then they'd be too afraid to go down the water slides, and they just sit in the pool where they can sit in the Y in the pool, right? For all that matter, like even when we were going to Boston, I was like, we can go to Boston, but we can't have a hotel with a pool. And they were like, okay. And actually, our hotel does have a pool, but it's one of those like hotel we can so we can put on our website we have a pool and it's like yeah you know like 10 feet long and, and it's three feet wide and and it's, hot and oh it stinks. Yeah. yeah 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 so i said i don't even know if we're gonna go to the pool you guys but we'll have breakfast we're gonna go to we're going about we're here to go to boston we're not here to go to a hotel pool so hopefully that'll be enough but it'll be but now i know that they can uh, you know some people to get get strollers and stuff for like their seven and eight and older year olds at disney and my kids did not have a stroller they were six and ten and walked every step we carried willa a couple times there's one time she actually fell asleep on main street on dave and while we were doing other stuff it was fine but she didn't we didn't use a stroller once you get out of the strollers it's a good thing Mm -hmm. and with our disney trip i was like i'm we took my parents too or my parents went with us and i was saying i feel like we threaded the needle and that we're out of strollers and that my parents are active enough that they weren't in scooters mm-hmm. so we didn't have to worry Wheelchair. about any wheels we yeah. were just on foot cruising yeah cutting through making our times so was great well i quit high heels for life when i moved to boston oh yeah because the- i just didn't it's so funny how you live a certain way and never think anything of it but in maine you can pretty much drive almost to the door of your destination right. in most places and then we moved there and I used to wear high heel shoes. <laughs> you were a student. Yeah, from my apartment. I all I had all high heel shoes. I never wore flats. I'm short. Yeah. So the first week, I had so many blisters, and I quit high heel shoes. That was my yeah. I can see my that. journey into flats. I do have a couple of heels, but I rarely wear them. I only wear them if I have to. Maybe with a suit outfit that I can't pull off my dance goes with. So you haven't flown with your boys yet? Cameron's terrified of flying, even though I've never talked to him about it. I don't know where he developed this fear. He does not want to go to Disney because he does not want to fly on an airplane. Interesting. Yes. So he doesn't want to go. And I don't know. I Hopefully he'll grow out of it. So no, I haven't taken them. But I thought about it a couple weeks ago when I was getting really down with the weather. <laughs> yeah. After that last storm, I thought I really thought it was that one was going to kill me. So I started searching Florida trips. I probably already told everyone about this, but I started searching plane tickets for Florida and I was planning to just take me and the two kids. But it was $800 a ticket, so yeah. I changed my mind quickly. But airfare watchdog, okay. Airfare watchdog, do you do that? I have not cuz it doesn't usually show up for Bangor, does it? Yes. Have so, they adjusted it? Maybe they've so I, I keep getting these alerts because you mentioned New York City because I put in um, some areas that I want to go from Bangor and then it will alert you when those prices become a good deal. And I really want to go to New York City to go to the Diva um, Chan Salon, <laughs> yes. the original. But, you know, I need to have a reasonable plane ticket to make that happen because I think the haircuts are like $150 or something ridiculous. But I keep getting alerts. Uh, Bangor direct to New York City, $110. Really? It, it will tell you the the time frames. This right. one's for May. It's like the week of May. First week of May. But I, I've been getting them a lot over the past couple weeks. When I take when when I take Ingrid to New York City, I plan on flying. So yeah. I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to put and that in there. I use Google Flights. Flight. Um, I like Hipmunk. Well, one of the things that's nice about Hipmunk and Google Flights is that it will show you like the like a predicted fare so you, like i know like for instance i know that tuesday to tuesday is the cheapest flights to denver yeah when it's a work trip which my next one is i can't do tuesday to tuesday if i'm bound by that so i just go with whatever i need to do for my work trip but if i was like taking a family vacation and could be flexible with my days i know that tuesday to tuesday is always going to be the cheapest flight at a bangor um google flights will let you pl- plug in like track fares and so i was tracking a bunch of them to denver anyway even though it was a work trip uh and that can be helpful too just to see and it'll let you sort by you know layover or by airline or by whatever so that that works out pretty well too but i i I know that airfare watchdog existed but i guess and when i've ever looked at it in the past a lot of times it won't have anything for bangor when you do those things well maybe i had it originally in portland so i never thought anything of them not having it in bangor and then i adjusted it recently for the diva cut mm-hmm. in New York City, uh-huh. and I and my friend wants to go to Hamilton too. So we were. Are you, looking, does she do the Hamilton lottery? What's that? 
to like to get tickets like you can do a thing and they do a lottery every day and they'll do a ticket and like like oh you won the lottery you can get a ticket for ten dollars no way yeah where is it it's in the hamilton app oh i'll have to tell her yeah because the tickets are astronomical and that's one that Ingrid was like do you think Hamilton will still be playing when I turn 13 and I'm like that thing's gonna print money for the next five years <laughs> like the original Hamilton <laughs> like it's gonna be yeah it'll be playing maybe maybe we'll have chilled out a little bit by then I mean there'll be another like hot ticket but I was looking at the theater choice. that sh- it's at it's playing at and just going to that theater would be an experience oh yeah but not for that price have you ever done a bri- have you ever been to a Broadway show no Oh, Broadway shows are just amazing anyway. I used to go uh, when I was in school. Our band trip would take us there. So I saw Cats on Broadway and Phantom of the Opera. What school did you go to that could afford this? A little tiny podunk Washington County school. Podunk Washington County sending you guys to fancy Broadway shows with special gyms. You know what we had to do to earn the money for that? We had like bottle drives. We can tell you every person with a drinking issue uh we did a thing called a toll booth where we and now i think about this i'm like this is kind of crazy but where we stood on the yellow line in the road that runs through town i've seen they just did they did did that this summer on our way to um greenville oh really for the police department i mean the fire department yeah Yeah. well that was i said the same thing was it this is dangerous was it was it 14 year old girls no yeah it was a fire department so still so we stood out there and we would collect money that way we did calendar sales we did a million different things and and you had to raise and you couldn't slack like you had to raise your portion by doing all this stuff so it was a lot of fundraising and we did put a lot of work into it but then our band teacher would take us on these amazing trips which was amazing and so that's not going to happen here so I want to make sure that I don't know so I, I decided I decided a long time ago that I decided that for their 13th birthday each girl will go for like a long weekend in New York City mother-daughter trip and we'll go see a Broadway show and they'll see what the city looks like and that'll be the introduction to the teen years so that when they hate me for the next five years they at least have that like she did do that one thing that was maybe okay a little cool you know but there'll at least be something in there to like pull us through that's what I'm hoping did I ever tell you that's how James and I met in a bottle drive (laughs) no when I showed up to his house in eighth grade in my center drive school cheerleading outfit, oh my God. knocked on the door, and he his parents were divorced, so he didn't live. Isn't that like every like teenage boy's like dream? Like I'm just sitting at home playing video games, oh. and all of a sudden, hot cheerleaders at the door. Oh my gosh, he did not handle it well. So we go to the door, my friend and I, and we knock on it, and he he went to another school. We did go to the same high school, but middle school. We lived in Sending Town, so he lived right. in another rural school district with his mom. He went to his dad's, you know, on the schedule you do when you have divorced parents. So I didn't, we never knew about him. So we knocked on the door. <laughs> he answers the door with no shirt on. <gasps> and he goes, hi. <laughs> he's, hi, we're here for da, 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 cheerleading, raising money. We need some bottles. And he looks at us so unimpressed he is so unenthused he turns around he goes to his dad he's like dad some girls are here for bottles and then he walked off and he didn't even come help us load the bottles in james i know but you have to be on the on the on the husband episode i I reeled him right in oh and by the way i was outfit was cute i was told by our producer that and raving about my dishwasher I need to I failed to mention that the installation was managed handily by my husband who installed it and then sat next to it for the first two cycles it ran with a fire extinguisher just to make sure that he had wired it correctly he's a little bit of a pyrophobe but so he there's been no fires it's been great it's right congratulations you know why you weren't actually mentioned in the podcast that week Dave, but we're glad you've resolved that. So thank you very much. Now I'm on that list, Dave. So we're, we um, can share that together. So what are you going to do for your April vacation this year? Do you have plans or are you just kind of kicking around? We don't here? have the same break. So right. I have to work. Yeah. So Cameron's going to um, camp mm-hmm. and they're both going to go to an art camp one day and then he'll go to the rat camp the other day. And Maxwell will have to figure that out. Do they so, have it off too? Yeah. Do they follow the school schedule? Who? Oh, Maxwell School? Yeah. yeah, they follow the same as the public school calendar. Cool. So we'll figure that out too. But yeah, we don't do anything fun. I mean, 
it would be nice if our breaks were together but that's why that's why I teach in the fall I used to teach in the spring and several years ago I said you know and it was like right when Ingrid started school and I said is there any way that we could adjust my class to be in the fall because then our that, that one our breaks line up but in spring it doesn't so I'm very thankful that they mm. work they accommodated that adjustment that's nice yes yeah. so favorite thing Okay, so right now, I'm just finishing up this book. It's Mark Hyman, but he's written a lot of books. He's a doctor, studied nutrition, and this one is his recent book, and it's um, What the Heck Do I Eat? I think that's the title of it. But anyway, it's a great book. It's all the, re- it's all the research on how the USDA is, DA is totally corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> no politics. Right. So, but it's all... It'll this- probably get better soon, I'm sure. No. So actually, I did actually I did receive an FDA alert this week that said that they are investigating better um, that consumers are demanding healthier food options and that they were going to start investigating convenience foods and quality, etc. So anyway, that was good. But um, there's a chapter on each of the main food groups, grain, and then it's all the science and the best available evidence and randomized control trials and meta-analyses, etc. And then they talk, and then he compares that with like what actual governmental policies are in place. And my favorite chapter, which you should all read, and all of our friends who give me such a hard time, is about the chocolate milk. <laughs> oh my gosh, this guy, he and I, I want to hug him because I was screaming when I was reading it. I was like, yes, yes! And he was talking about how corrupt this is because we know the sugar sugar is actually the most the greatest culprit for cardiovascular disease and diabetes and all this. But we blamed it on fat, and then we made all these fat three things anyway. I won't go into that. And added sugar. And added sugar, right? And then he he, so we have there's so much science that's that validates how we're eating way too much sugar and how eating too much sugar is just terrible for your health and all these diseases. And then he talks about how. But yet, we voted the USDA when they made the food pyramid. They voted um, to make grains, eleven servings of grains, which ca- totally contradicts contradicts the research. And then the milk too. And then he goes into the chocolate milk and how schools can't get their USDA funding if they unless they offer low fat skim milk or two varieties, which usually then ends up entailing sugared milk. And he goes on to say like how bad low fat and fat free milk mm-hmm. is too and how it's stripped all its nutrients and then the argument is oh well it has vitamin d but he's like yeah but that's fortified so any fortified food with vitamin d is um right equally as good as milk but then we shove all i mean the chocolate milk you know has like 25 grams of sugar which is terrible anyway bottom line is i love this guy and he's it's all the articles I've ever read in one book, basically, and then comparing it with the government and how corrupt it is, which isn't a good time for me to be reading this book. But <laughs> I'm like, oh, so we do this everywhere. Anyway, but it's a great book. So I'm doing, so he has a 10-day sugar detox, and um, and he's written a book about that, too. I actually might read that book next, but I am doing the 10-day sugar detox right now. So <sighs> Feeling pretty good. you'll be almost done with it. Probably next week when yeah. we record. So we can see how I'm feeling? Yeah. Maybe you'll, we'll see how your week goes. I'll keep an eye on you. I did sleep really well last night, which I don't know. That could just be a fluke, but I don't sleep well typically. Right. Well, good. Um, James is doing it too. Ooh. And this is funny. One more thing I'll say before you do yours is that there's a new bar opening up downtown um, in the block. And this guy, it's opening Friday, and yeah. I guess he was over there today helping him with some stuff. Um, and this guy wanted to give him a beer. James like, no, I'm doing this detox. And he was telling the guy about it and the owner. And he he said, so tell me more about it. And James said, we well, can't have coffee either. Yeah. Like, and, coffee doesn't have sugar in it. Yeah, so he, you can in the long run with the sugar. Oh, it was just like a caffeine, like a stimulant yeah. detox? It's like an all-around D- detox for okay. stressing your body too, but you can go back to coffee. Like a whole ten. Yeah, yeah, similar. <laughs> that someone compared it to that. Okay. So anyway, he's the guy said that he'd rather give up beer than coffee, and he owns a brewery. So I thought that yeah. was pretty funny. Interesting. So James withheld temptation. So my favorite thing is going to be related to travel, and I would say that it is TSA precheck. And if you're a, if you fly at all, I didn't do it for a long time because it seemed um 
it's $85. I didn't read the fine print. So it's $85, but it's good for five years. So then if I break down the math and we fly maybe once a year, sometimes more. But if, if I someone said for $7.50 on each leg of your trip, you could pay extra. Kind of, This actually kind of goes back to Club Mobe. Mm-hmm. You can pay extra to be able to walk through, you know, not take off your shoes, not take off your I, coat. I don't get that. Because you have to go be fingerprinted. You have to prove that you're oh, not a okay. criminal. Like so, this won't work if you're a criminal. Oh, okay. So, okay. Well, I don't know how your better. mirror thing will work. I was this. just about to no. flip. Like, <laughs> oh, great. Another government. No, no, no. So, so you have to be screened and do all this stuff. So it's... So I'm gonna. I'm, it's TSA PreCheck is eighty five dollars a year. There's also this. There's other services too that you can get that are specific. But what anyway. else do you not have to do? Tell me more. You don't have to take off your shoes. Don't take off your shoes. Don't take off your coat. Can you? You not get a special take- lane that is that everyone and anyone who goes in the lane knows what they're doing. You don't have to take out your laptop or your fluids or basically it says I know I'm not an idiot. I know how to fly on a plane in this modern era. So you get to walk through. So I got it. Um, I, I wish I'd gotten it sooner because when I realized it was $85 for five years, which is $15 a year and not $85 for one year, mm. the, when I got it was 2016 and it was the year that I had the most flights I think I've had. I think I had four flights that year and I got wow. it for the, I got it in time for the last flight, but it was the one that I went with the girls, which was awesome because if you have kids with you, they automatically get it. They're not going to split up a mom and her kids. I've also heard anecdotally that if one person on the manifest or on your on your ticket has it, everyone else gets it too. So even though Dave, that's a little sketchy. I don't like that. Well, even though Dave doesn't have it, like they like if they look and they see, oh, it's a it's a TSA pre-check plus the husband and the two kids, then you can all get through that way. That's anecdotal. Don't rely on that. I've heard it from people who said it's I worked hope for that's them. That's not true. And now and the now, kids, I'm fine with. Dave, sorry, Dave. <laughs> You got to take your shoes off. <laughs> so, but it's so, it was so nice that, especially when I was traveling with just the kids and when I've traveled just like last year, I just took Willa, that we just wander through. We walk through like, yeah, we're pre-check. Boom. Let us through. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And it's on your thing. And it was, so if you think of it as 750 on each leg of the flight, it's great. So now Bangor's airport is really small and it's not like a huge security line anyway. They give you a pink, there's no separate line. They give you a card that says this person doesn't need to take off all their shit and you just wander through. But like Logan, when we which is where we flew out of for my Colorado trip last year, just walk through and it's great. And so there's other programs that give you that same service, but the general one is the TSA pre-check. And so it won't. I so what you had to do is fill out a thing online, and then I had to go to a center which is behind the subway in Brewer. Like it's this weird office that you've never noticed before. And I went in there and I had to like answer all the questions I'd answered online in person and show ID and get my four fingers fingerprinted. And then I got a number. So now I have a number for all of my flights. And now because we all have Nexus cards too, which is sort of a very border specific one, all of us have pre-checked so that I put it on. So when we go to Jamaica, we're going to be able to just walk on, be good. Then we get paid our fee to get priority service in Jamaica it should be fine when I go to Colorado um this this summer just walk on so TSA pre-check it's not Two as expensive questions. as you think what yes. what do they think is under <clears throat> your shoes there was one guy one time who tried to build a bomb in a shoe and it didn't work and he tried to light it and he, then he got arrested and that was when we started to have to take off our shoes because of that oh. so wait, wait. we're not going we're not going there we're not <laughs> oh, going there okay. Kelly we're not so going we're back on the there. same page with that. One guy, one time, this disheveled weirdo with okay. a bad bomb that didn't even work in his shoe is the reason. One guy, one shoe. That <laughs> tens of okay. millions of us have to take off our shoes. I'm glad we clarified that because I really needed to know. And the other thing is, this is so funny. So when we were leaving D.C., we were standing and the, the D.C. line through TSA was long. Oh, yeah. And... um. We were standing there and this woman in front of us starts talking to us and she said, oh, did you guys go to the march yesterday? And we said, yeah. And she was asking us questions. We were answering questions and everything. And then one of the TSA people came and got her. They must she must fly all the time. And they were like, hey, why are you standing in the line? She was, well, I was just trying not to be rude i think she just wanted to talk to us really but anyway <laughs> so she walked off so she had the pre-check i so this is this so i really do believe she wanted to talk to us so after she walks off i looked at shire and shannon and i go what about us screams we went to the march <laughs> and, and 
just looked at me and started laughing because I had my backpack on and I had all these buttons. <laughs> I had purchased Kelly. I had purchased all these buttons. I had one of a gun that said enough, and then I had they were giving out buttons that were like gun blah blah and then i had awfully judgy of her i bought you that feminist button that i still haven't given you and so it said feminist so i had like seven (laughs) buttons and i had the biggest sunburn (laughs) they just both looked at me and i go what and they go look at yourself (laughs) judging a book by its cover awfully quickly over there oh it's so funny anyway i just thought that was a real funny one All right. Well, thank you for listening. So if you want to find us on Facebook and join our Facebook group, we're Balancing Chaos and we're on Twitter and we're on Instagram, which is all the social media Kelly can handle right now. I'm not even sure if she can handle that, but we're on Instagram and you can also, if you like listening to us, leave us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or your favorite podcast review site or, and even better, tell two friends and tell them, oh, you got to listen to these people. They're ridiculous. And get us some new (laughs) listeners. That would be great. Until next week. Bye. Bye.